anything these degenerates say. Invest at your own risk, do research, but seriously don't listen to these ass clowns. Now enjoy Cash Daddies. Yeah, what's going on, readers out there? Hey, welcome to Cash Daddies, baby. Episode 13, 12, 13, one of those. It's 13. Look, we're going to this thing rocking really hard right now. Things are going to get a little nutty tonight. It's been a wild week. We're going to start things off right now. Lily, what's going on, Lily? What's going on this week? Not much going on. Just happy to wake up to OCGN absolutely going ape shit overnight. You know what, Lily? I happened to turn the quotes on at like 3.30 in the morning. That thing was like 14.30. I texted you guys. I said, if this thing's correct... Lily is. I put that boner thing out on Cash Daddies. Yeah. It's beautiful. What's a boner excited. thing? What's a boner thing? I don't know about this. It was a morning boner thing. It was like you know, back in the day, back in '86, the morning boner. I don't know. It was. Morning well, what are you talking thing. about though? It's a thing. Like it's a picture. You, you picture. No, 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 no. Get pictures up. People, people were getting morning wood from my OCGN. Oh, oh you. you were speaking, Thank you were you. speaking not analogous, but metaphorically. So we're pretty good at metaphors, apparently. All right. There we well, go. maybe not analogies, but now metaphors, that's our thing. That's our thing. But you know what? Look, OCGN came back strong today when the DAC was down big time. That was one of the few biotechs that was up today. And uh, hey, look, if you're still in it, diamond hands that I am. I've been in that thing for two and a half weeks of killing me. Today was beautiful. And I think we get another tech pump. That thing's going to go a couple points. So I think we're good there. Chris, what's yes. up with you? What do you mean, what the fuck's up with me? How do you guys what? think I'm doing? I, I am literally in the middle of like the shittiest fucking trading week. And then little E, I might have to go a little triple E here for a minute. Drops a fucking dime on me and says, I'm packing sawed-offs and fucking not only drops the dime, but fucking tags the LAPD police department on fucking Instagram. Can you, you why don't you want to bring up that little tweet? It's cute. No, by the way, by, by the way, I, I gotta say this. I gotta say this. Uh one of my buddies who's actually in the LAPD thought that was hilarious. Well, it is hilarious, but I'm in the Los Angeles and I, I had to fucking leave, run from uh, the doctor's office to get back to my house to ditch the fucking dirty gun for Christ's sake. It's already in the L it's been in the LA river for what time is it? It's been in the LA river for th exactly 36 fucking minutes. Jesus so Christ. If, look, if I got three sawed-off shotguns, I'm coming to you, man. You're going to unload those babies for me. So and I can, is, like, buy some more OCGN. That's what I'm talking about. Damn right. I hope, yeah. you're, I hope your sawed-offs are in Atlanta because I know New York gun laws are just about as California. So 
There is no gun laws in Atlanta. There's none. You walk into a Chick-fil-A, you shoot a girl in the ass, you're a hero. She's buying a fucking sandwich, you fire one in her right ass cheek, and guess what, man? You're fucking, you're the man. That's the way it is in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. I, I just like the way Lil E's like, hashtag LAPD. Like, you, oh. you couldn't go a little bit further and hashtag, like, robbery homicide <laughs> or hashtag special victims unit or hashtag This guy pedo, has a gun. Pet, pedo. I mean, what if you're gonna if you're gonna commit, just go all the way. Just so as soon as I like turn on my phone, I've got CHP on me because they're pinging me off fucking towers trying to fucking get rid of this. Oh Jesus Christ! Someone's not off shotgun, Joe yeah. Biden. I got Joe sawed, Biden. There you I go. got I got sawed off shotgun. I had to dump today, and then I'm while I'm in the midst of dumping this gun. Lil E sends me an alert that I've uh, I've been called a, a, accused of being a pump and dumper on ZKIN. So I've had to deal with that, the market crashing, and I've had a fucking, there he is. There's my guy. We'll get that's into that. Beautiful. We'll get into that's that. That's beautiful. And then, Fire that up. That is awesome. And then, if it couldn't get any worse, I got a sty and I got to take fucking meds for it every four, four times a day these fucking horse pills because I couldn't see out of my eye and I'm asking the doctor what causes this die. And it's they're from like, those cat, it's from those say. cats licking, it's from those no. cats licking your ass every night. The thought did occur to me because it's those cats probably, but that's love, right? It is love. You gotta, you gotta go with it. You gotta put oh, a little gosh. tuna on your ass when you want it licked. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. Who the hell puts anybody on 2000 milligrams a day of, Teflex. That seems a little much to get rid of some pink eye. Must be bad, man. How do you get pink eye? You got glasses on. Nothing can, nothing can penetrate those eyeballs. All right, Colombo. Do you really think I fucking sleep with my glasses on? I would. I would. I, I'm about. And by the way, I'm about to go there. I can't. I was driving down the road in Atlanta the other day, and I could not see shit. My eyes have gone. Yeah, go ahead. Call me a boomer, even though boomer. I'm an accident. Do you, hey, Howie, when you're on the court and going hard in the paint, do you wear those Kareem Abdul Jabbar goggles? You wear them? I get poked. No, I'd rather get poked. I get poked. Okay. I look, I, I was in jail. You got to get poked. You got to get poked, but you got to get that manhood back. Hold on. Hold on. Allegedly. Mom, mom, get down. Get down. She's Jesus Christ. She's trying to hide the food. And then the other she two. She just can't. twitched. She just looked at you and went, and she twitched. She twitched. She'll, be, she'll she just, be all fine. She eats the best shit in town. And and I get fucking odd cats. So, Chris, so Chrissy boy, let me ask you this. Look. Yeah. It's been a rough week. It's been shitty. Well, look, rough week for the NASDAQ's getting crushed. Tech stocks are getting hammered. So, like, talk about it. Well, Obviously, people are doing what I should have done, which is rotate out into value and cyclical place. But instead, I keep thinking that I bought the dip, but then the dip just keeps dipping and I just keep buying and buying and buying. I've missed the rotational place. So it's too late for me to, uh, to abandon ship. I will um, dollar cost average into the stocks I believe in um, and continue to try and swing daily and continue to keep making the wrong fucking plays. Because once again, did you hear about the, the Ryan Cohen uh, McDonald's ice cream cone tweet? 
Talk about okay. it. Talk about it. All right. So Ryan Cohen, who is on the board of GameStop, who we all know used to be with Chewy, built up Chewy to this, you know, huge, I don't know how many billion dollar companies. He, he resigns. He buys two stocks when he gets out, Apple and GameStop, okay? Because he believes in GameStop. That's what caused the initial bump on GameStop from like four to four. And by the way, by the way, Apple, if you're not, if you're not gonna buy Apple, don't buy it. But if you're gonna buy it, buy it right now because Apple's in a pretty solid buy right now. Yeah, I think it's like 112 or it's a good it's a good buy. You know, if the NAS doesn't go to 11, which it could, it's a good buy right now. We get dead cat pots tomorrow. Apple's good shape. Anywho, um, where was I? Oh, Ryan Cohen. So GameStop obviously had the 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 second what I would call uh, semi squeeze, and everybody is trying to figure out what's going on and then uh because ryan cohen had originally posted a soft serve you know those soft serve fucking mcdonald's like 89 cent fucking ice cream cones that everybody goes and you go and they're like the fucking machine's broken and it's like the only thing you wanted to fucking eat at mcdonald's i haven't had one since like 97 okay well they're hugely popular you you go to dq or whatever the fuck you guys do down in the south anyway he I'm posted, in the village. By the way, I'm in New York right now. Well, I'm in welcome the back. Village. Welcome you back. Don't, you don't see you don't see bricks. I'm not in the basement anymore. Oh, that's Look, right. You're in your closet. You got promoted. No, he put the he sent the lotion down. I put the lotion on, and he's fucking. He let me back up. You know, so, so I'm, I'm out of the basement. By the way, that was one of the reader questions. When is Howie going to get out of that basement? And by the way, by the way, that is why you did make a little bit of a move in the who's sketchiest poll. That was your biggest downfall. The fact that you were in James Gum's basement uh, talking to the senator's daughter from Tennessee and trying to get your dog out of a fucking hole. So well I gotta done. be, I gotta be honest with you. I felt like I, it, it was the real deal. Like I, I'm talking to you guys, and every two seconds I'm looking around to make sure nobody's coming near me. Although there was cinder blocks, it felt just stale. My favorite rough. part is there was one cinder block that was clearly loose, like right above your head. That was, <laughs> I was, I didn't want to warn you because I was praying. Hopefully, it's just gonna fall in one of these episodes. Anyway, let me get back to GameStop. So Ryan Cohen puts out this tweet, and it is a, uh, it's, a, it's that ice cream cone, and there's a frog emoji next to it, okay? So all the Reddit sleuthers, they get to work, and all of a sudden, this guy posts a theory about what it really fucking means, and he determines that this is a signal that GameStop is going to uh, acquire a gambling company, not the one that I'm in love with, GMBL, but a company called SLGG. Is that the right ticker, Lee? I believe so. So what does the Lee tell me to do? He says, buy it. It goes up like 40%. I'm already late to the party. I buy it. And as soon as I buy it, it pulls a fucking Howie Dewey, sinks 10%, and I'm like, fuck this. I got it wrong again. Meanwhile, these guys on the Discord are like, what are you doing? This shit's, throw fundamentals out the window. This market's irrational. This thing's going to go up. And I'm like, guys, I've seen this movie before. I'll, I'll take my $60 loss and move on. And then I was go. That the pe- was that the penny stock? 
Yeah, it was a penny. It was a penny oh, pack. Jesus well, Christ. Trading at close, five. But... Trading at five. I think it's got like a hundred million market cap. I mean, it's not too far away from, you know, being close to what GMBL is. So the point is, I go throw, I go ditch the gun, which wasn't as easy as it sounds. You know how hard it is to just throw a fucking gun into a river in broad daylight? All right. I get the, I get the gun. We've all done it. We've all done it. It's got, I look. It's it, if you get up early enough when the sun rises and the current's going good, it's a it's a good time to do it. I mean, I wiped that thing down. You know, I was I was originally just going to take a sledgehammer to it, and then I was like, no, nah, I got to get rid of this. What if the neighbors hear me? I got to get rid of this fucking gun. And you know what? The worst part is, all I was doing was helping out a stupid fucking comic. You know, some hillbilly from Texas sleeps on my couch and he's like, oh, by the way, he didn't even tell me that he left a gun at my house until two months later. He's like, just so you know, I left a gun in your closet. And I was like, great. You know, congrats. By the way, I saw it off three quarters of it. So if anyone comes in, that's a really good weapon to defend yourself, man. Yeah. You, all oh. you got to do is turn and aim and bam, you're going to kill half the people within 20 feet. By the way, not only did he leave a gun, he left a shoebox full of mushrooms and didn't tell me that he left them in my fucking cupboard. Sounds like a that's good a time. good guy. That's a friend. Yeah. That's a yeah. friend, man. Uh, you know, overall, about that. overall, I kind of made did out. Did you thank right him? Did field. you like at least like, hey, man, dude, you left me a gun. Answer. You're the man. Anytime you want to come back, my couch is there for you, pal. <laughs> and by I the way, people, readers out there, that's why you never, ever, ever trust a comic. Oh, no. my God. Jesus Christ. They will fuck you somehow. Uh, anyway, comics are the worst. Circle this wagon and try and get to the end of this. So anyway, this guy posts this shit that says GME is merging or is going to buy out SLGG, who is an eSports play. And I buy it. And then I puss out. I dump it. I dump the gun and then I come back or I'm driving home and then I get a text from little E and he goes, Hey, did you see uh, what SLGG did after hours? What did it pop to after hours? Uh, just, uh, you know, 32%. No big, no, no, big. Just no, no up, biggie. Just up another 32%. So that's, that's three things I've gotten wrong this week. Yeah. But you know what? Time out. Let's say you had a bunch of those shares. If it's a penny stock. Hey, listen, Chris, you don't know if you can get out of that thing. Buddy, I can, I'm sorry. You, I you can dump know. after. You can dump after hours. It's not that. Penny hard. stocks? I don't know, man. It's not a know. penny. It, it was traded. I bought it at five seventy six. I sold at five forty six. What oh. was the volume? What was the What was the thing doing a day in volume? Do you, really? you think I had time to look at volume? Well, that's a problem, man. You got to look at the volume. That's the key. That is uh, the key. I think it was one of the highest volumes today. All right. How much? All right. When you say high volume, how much? All right, let me look. Seventy-eight million. Okay, that's on a five-dollar stock, that's not bad. That that that's you probably could get rid of that. I I, I right, thirty million. That's a problem. Point um, is, point is, I, I'm zigging when I should be zagging all week fucking long. And you ever go through that feeling where you're like, I'm over trading and I'm overthinking things. Cause that's where I'm at. All these guys on the, on the, on the discord are like, trust us guys, this is going to go up. This is the next meme stock. And sure enough, 30% pop. After well, that. you know what? I, I will say 
you know, you get excited and that's awesome. But like you called me yesterday on that one stock. Uh, KLR? Yes, KLR. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I, I, I looked at that chart. I've been studying that stock. I look at the volume. I didn't want to buy it yesterday just because it didn't quite look like it was breaking out. It was down a little today. Now, listen, that means nothing. I liked that company looks like it's going to jump at some point here. Um, it may jump tomorrow, but that's one that I'm just like looking to buy. I like it under 20. I like it under 20 bucks. It's under 20. But at 20 and a half, 20, you know, unless it's, it's really flying, you know, I do like that stock. I, I like it. I, it was down 5% today and I bought the dip somewhere. I don't know, like around 1890 or something. So I'm, I average down on it. I believe in it. I think I like good, it. Good things are coming with KLR. Like, I don't know shit. I don't know what they do. I don't, it, I looked at the, I looked at the three months, the six months, the nine months. It looks like it's, it could, if the, if the tech, if the NASDAQ, look, this is important guys. Anyone watching the show right now, you got to you got to look at this. This is key because today's Wednesday, tomorrow's Thursday. The Nasdaq has to bounce back tomorrow. It's got a dead cat a little bit. If it doesn't, we seriously could be in for another 1500 2000 point drop. That that's realistic. So what? Puts on QQQ? I mean, you got to watch tomorrow. If this thing goes down a little tomorrow and it breaks that support level, absolutely. Yes. This, this episode is being recorded on March 3rd, by the way. We had a couple of people say uh, they wanted us to actually say that on the pod um, because hey, they're listening. By the way, before I forget, Lil E, can you make those merch announcements before we forget? We don't want to fuck that up. Yeah. So uh, we have merch. We have merch. It's www.cashdaddiestshirts.com. Uh, we only have three things at the moment, uh, but there are more coming. We got a hoodie, uh, a regular T-shirt with our normal logo, and then a secondary logo. So my thought process here is if you banked that on FSR, OCGN, or ZKIN, I think the least you guys could do is support the show, buy a shirt, buy a hoodie, it's either um, that or your boy ass is going back out on the street. That's what Lily is basically streets. saying. Buy a hoodie so Little E doesn't have to sell his ass in neighboring townships, whatever the fuck you guys call them, like Schenectady, New Kipsy. Scatacoke. Yeah, wherever the fuck you guys buy That's your That's Valley, man. Scatacoke is Hoosick Valley, Big E. Can fucking get it right. Whatever. We're going to go from Little E to Big E. The I point is, you. the point is, if you uh, if you have been enjoying the show and more importantly been banking fatties, buy a hoodie. But um, um, they I think, make great Valentine's Day uh, presents for your significant other. I think we need to get into the fact that Chris is just absolutely making a shit ton of money right now because he was offered money by the company ZKIN to <laughs> to pump the stock. Is that correct? From what I read, and uh, I didn't watch this guy's post because it was a two-hour video, but apparently some guy on Reddit accused me. Now, and by the way, this might have been a joke that went over my fucking stupid head. I don't it's think so. Because I'm pretty sure Zeph took money from Zekin to pump their stock. He's shady. 
I'll await my ban. And then he posts this fucking, he posts this video from a guy named Bruce Wang, okay? Which is, the, I guess, the Asian fucking Batman. The Asian Batman. I didn't have time to, to listen to it. But he did say at the 14 minute mark, whoever Bruce Wang is, uh, got a bribe for 20K to pump ZKIN. So, oh, did you just upvote me, Louie? What did I say? You're bad. You, did, did you just hit me with an upvote? I appreciate that. So the point is, I, I am thrilled that anybody thinks I have enough power or fucking money for that matter to pump and dump any sort of stock. So let me tell you something. If Chris is pumping and dumping, I'm going to be the first guy that's going to be pumping and dumping. So I'll, Dude. I'll tell you, I have no Dude. problem. If Chris I'm not going like to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was like, God damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta say it was a good day. Threw my AK away in the motherfucking LA river. And Got then, accused and then, of a pump and dump. Better than a pump to the chump. I don't know. I'm not that very that, good of a rapper. Is that Tupac? No, no, no that's, dude. That was I was joking. Cube. I was joking. Okay. That's, that's office space, baby. That's what me and Chris take the printer. We bring it back. We just crush the printer. We crush the shit out of the printer. We kill the so, printer. I like, the, money. I like the, the way the guy's like, I know you're dirty. Uh, I'll await my ban. And I just said, I'm never banning you. Never. Actually, that, that's, that's a guy that I love. I love I, whoever, whoever said that, dude. I love you. If you're if you're if you're accusing Chris of a pump and dump, look. Let me know what stock he's pumping. I want to know what it is. And look, we'll both get involved. You know we'll get crazy. Do you know how many shares I have of that? Did I did I ever tell you guys? Seven. No, I have five hundred. So my cost is like four nineteen. Um, so last time I checked, I think it was up twelve hundred bucks on it. But, but it is an honor to feel like. I'm a fucking market manipulator, bro. I'm like the fucking citadel of fucking cash daddies. I'm like Robin Hood pulling that rug on you motherfuckers. You're all going down. I'm gonna build, I'm gonna build a catio for my fucking cats, motherfucker. This is my empire. This is my empire. You think Scarface was ugly? Wait till you see the size of my little guns, you motherfuckers. Oh, Chris is just getting nutty, man. He's getting nutty back there. Fucking Dude, I'm, a little, I'm a little strung out. I ditched a gun. First time in my life I've ever fucking ditched a gun. Been yeah, accused but, of being a pump and dumper. And, um, but Chris, yeah. how, long ago, how long ago was that when you ditched the sod off? Four, 30 minutes before we started the show. You, you, wait a second. Time <laughs> out. What? Time out. I'm totally confused. <laughs> I thought this thing happened years ago. Did I ditch the gun? Yeah. No. I ditched the gun today when Little Lee dropped a dime on me and tagged the LAPD in it, which, by the way, I have no problem with you doing because it was Listen, very fun. I'm going to call the LAPD right now because <laughs> they got to get over there. Phone's well, <laughs> hey, Timmy, what's up? Listen, uh, I, I'm, I'm literally talking live right now to a guy. Howie, with Howie your improv <laughs> skills are garbage. Okay. His phone was can, you at least, can you at least hold the phone upright and press a few buttons? 
before you. I don't even know what this is. I just found it. Dude, you would be the worst like mime. You would be the worst mime ever. You have no idea. I literally uh. came to New York like 10 years ago and I, I lasted. I had no idea what the hell they were doing with the improv. And I went to a class. I wanted, I lasted 35 minutes and I was like, I just, I, I, I'm not good with this. I'm not good with this. Give me a mic. I, I can't do this. I never understood the whole improv thing. I was never good at it. Yeah, I know. I've seen your act. Um, real quick, <laughs> can we, can we, uh, we have some, a couple of things we got to clean up. We need to um, uh, give credit where credit is due. And normally Sam would be um, the person to do this on the show. But uh, there was a Cash Daddy's post about who is the sketchiest. And I'm a little surprised by the voting. Um, I'm not, sh you know, here's the thing. Can you pull up the, uh, the, the poll, Lily? You had to have won. You had to have won. Well, obviously. I told everybody I had a fucking dirty gun. You, but, got a, you got cats and a sawed-off, so just stop. Come on. I, I can't compete with that. So okay. for, for those of you who are listening to the show, uh, sawed-off shotgun man, a.k.a. Chris, came in at a whopping 53.5, um, okay. followed by Professor Mispronouncer Sam Tripoli. Okay, yes. so time out. So time out. I am more than willing to admit I am the sketchiest so far into 10 episodes of this, but I will bet 13. in the long run, 13, that Sam will eclipse me. So Howie, just be glad you came in third place and you weren't in the running for the top two sketchiest. Well, I did I'm the only mature person here on the show. I mean, I've, I've only been arrested 17 times and uh, I'm here to give advice. That's what okay. I'm here for. Just I'm, for I'm for the common people, babe. I'm for the blue collar workers. Hey, uh, just for the readers that are listening fuck does that even make sense just for the readers that are listening we'll make it make sense uh give the reading totals so sam sam comes in with what what is it 20.8 okay and then uh, howie not arrested howie is 17.3 and then boy ass selling little e came in at 8.4 somehow okay i so, think i am the e, least sketchiest E, for your age, that's amazing, man. That's really good because you got a lot of good years to really fuck up. That's awesome. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Wait till you start running dirty guns. You're going to fucking skyrocket right through that ranking. Wait till wait, you go to your first comedy club and you see that just the pure debauchery that happens uh, before any one of his degenerates even walks on stage. You, you'll, you'll get a good laugh. Wait till you're 20 years into comedy and you've been through every failed relationship in the book, and the only one left you have is with fucking three cats named Mom, Sweeters, and fucking Millie, who you adopted, who you say you're gonna get rid of, but know is probably gonna be eating you the day you die three days afterwards. So that's what you have to look forward to. Comedy, yeah, it ain't for everybody, Millie. It's great, it's great. That's, uh, why I'm that's why I'm hosting tomorrow night in New Jersey. I cannot wait. It's going to be amazing. Oh, and Lil E, don't forget to remind me about our special Sunday guest, which we'll announce at the end of the show. Yeah, it's um, going to be good. That's going to be we, good. We do need to stay topical and talk about today and yesterday's biggest story, which is Rocket Mortgage. So for those of you... That's a great one. That's a great one. That, that's yeah. great. Now, here's the question. Obviously, we've seen the GME squeeze, and then we've seen the second version of the, the GME squeeze. 
now we've seen in the past as well, uh, AMC, we've seen Express. By the way, Howie and I bought puts on AMC and everybody's like, why aren't you buying puts on Rocket? Because it's of course squeezing again. And Howie's gonna tell you why we didn't buy puts on Rocket because we're currently underwater on our AMC puts. So why don't you explain that, Howie? I will, exactly. I mean, here's the bottom line. If you had bought puts on rockets yesterday, I don't know what it was, at 40, it didn't matter. If it was 42. at 35, 45, 102, you wouldn't have made shit on it because the spreads were so goddamn wide. You would not have made shit on your puts if you had bought them yesterday. It was all factored in. Everybody and their mother knew that Wall Street knew it was going to drop. 15, 20, 30, whatever it dropped today. So listen, when you buy puts on a stock, you have the most important thing is look at the bid and look at the ask. Look at how far the spreads are. If they're if they're too far apart, you can't buy it. You're not going to make any money. You're better off making money buying goddamn puts and spreads on uh, IBM. Seriously, yeah, that's very important, especially with a stock that volatile that we know is headed back to earth. Don't think you can beat Wall Street and they're not a couple steps ahead of you no. unless you are literally uh, buying those puts at less than market. You I'll know? give you a great example. When, when GME was at 350, when it was just pumping through the roof at 350, if you had bought puts on that 350 out to March, which is a class a few weeks away, that stock dropped to three from 350 down to 100, down to 90, down to 70, down to 60. You'd be like, wow, I made you didn't make shit. Those stocks, if you bought the put, you might have made 20, 25 percent. You didn't make anything out of them. The spreads were too wide. That's what you got to learn about options. Don't buy it, don't mess with the options unless you understand how it works, the spreads. Yeah, you really need to practice paper trading and knowing. Um, the, to the midpoint between a spread um, and also the volume on both sides with the bid and the ask. The one thing I want to add about Rocket is um, there was a, a special dividend attached to Rocket sh shares. So if you borrowed Rocket shares and got stuck with it, you had to pay a premium on top of the, the cost to borrow the share uh, for the dividend. So it was even more expensive to try and short that. That's what, what, what Rocket paid a dividend? Yeah, they apparently they had a special dividend attached to it. So the premium on those puts, that's why everybody was saying these the premium on these puts doesn't make anything you know worth worthwhile to to, no. to short. I, I do know a couple of uh, the guys in the Discord made some, but I almost bought puts at 30 and then I ran the math and I was like, there's no money here. And no. then I went to the doctor's office to get the cat shit out of my eye. I, I'm assuming that's the official diagnosis from this forum. And the stock went up. And, sorry, did you just throw, throw up your spit? Your fucking red man? Is that what you chew, by the way? Because it is a reader question. Um, it's just a bubble gum. Yeah, you know you have fans when they're like, what is Howie spitting all the time? Um. Anyway, it went up another 30%. I would be curious to know how many of our readers made money on those puts. I stayed away from it just because the premiums were too high. So um, the, the question is, a lot of people are saying, how do I find the next meme stock? Meme stock? Um, because there's nope. getting...
Don't look for God, man. Don't look for it. Don't look good, God. Don't this, look for this, the next. This is when you and I are going to disagree. Okay. No, man. You, you can't look for the next meme. Come on. I mean, unless you're looking for something, I don't. Because look, 90% of the people that invested in AMC, they lost money, man. They, yeah, lost, including, they lost their including us, Including us. And we bet it on the way down. And but. we're some well, a little bit, millions. but we made way we made more, way more on GME on the way up, just pumping, dumping. You Both know, people, ways on GME. People are called paper. People are calling me paper hands. Guess what? I didn't lose money on it. Yeah, there's that old saying that uh, Paul Newman has about money uh, one is twice as sweet as money earned. It's the same way when you're playing a stock up. What 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 does Paul what does Paul Newman say? <laughs> what why'd you have to throw the glasses on? Is that your Paul Newman impression? That's my fucking Chris Neff. So what does uh, Paul Newman um, have to say about this? From, it's from The Color of Money. Money. It's Fast Eddie Felsen. He won the Oscar for it, for Christ's sake. A little respect. So uh, Was that with uh, Tommy, uh, Tommy Numbnuts? Tommy, uh, Tom Cruise? Yeah, Tommy Cruise. Yeah. yeah, it's the one Tom Cruise movie I can stand because fucking Paul Newman's in it. Anyway, there's nothing better than playing a stock on the way up and a stock on the way down, which we effectively pulled off with GME. Um, but if we're going to talk about this meme stock thing, it's very important to know um, there was a Morgan Stanley rep that was on Fast Money a couple nights ago. And I'm kind of shocked he came out and was so forthcoming about this. I know but, you're talking. Yeah, I know you're yeah, talking about Yeah. Wall Street is extremely concerned that retail has the edge, and specifically Wall Street bets has the edge. So what they're doing now is they're writing code and algos to determine how many times a specific stock is named on Wall Street bets. And they have found a direct correlation that the more times the stock is mentioned, it does move higher. So, um, you know, I think there is a possibility, like if, you know, you're an amateur programmer, you want to go write some code and go into Wall Street bets and find out what's being mentioned the most. It's not a bad play. Um, I know nothing about coding, um, but I think it's possible that if you spend a little time just digging around, seeing what people are just talking about and combined it with the fact that the stock has a significant amount of short interest in it, that you might find the next meme stock. So- Well, Chris, you yeah. just mentioned the point because listen, the huge news that came out two days ago, and this is big, this is huge. They fucking, they went in, they studied all the algorithms on Wall Street bets. And they studied about all the guys that were pumping GME and AMC. And Chris, what did they really find? And this is what Big Daddy said right from the get-go. What did they find, Chris? Um, gay bears? No, what? Bots! Bots! Oh, bots, bots, bots. Jesus yeah, yeah. They, they, look. Half the people that were writing about this shit, trying to pump it, these were bots, man. Now, where were these bots from? Are these bots from China? These bots Ru from Russia? Russia. Were they Russia. from We don't really know, but they're right. bots. These are fake people. Right, but they could, also, they could also be from Wall Street. They could also be from Wall Street bets. And I will agree with you that the story isn't over. And I see Congress doing round two on this shit because Yo. the markets are, are the, the free markets are at risk if we can't trust them. There's a lot of theories out there right now that the NASDAQ dived today and yesterday just because everybody jumped into rocket to play the rocket ship. 
No, and, I, I think if you look at today, there's no way fans are buds. I think the last couple of days that the NASDAQ has taken a beating, you look at you look at how stocks like Howie's pick, like Verizon. Verizon was up like four percent today, three three, four percent. IBM was up. General Electric was up. These Jesus we're going, Christ, you're going with the nifty fifty again. Well, well, that's where the money's going. The money's going into value right now because yeah, but it is. Okay. These money, these money managers are taking money out of tech right now. Now, I don't know if it's a short-term deal or a long-term. I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be huge. Guys, that was going to be huge. my question. How long is this rotation going to happen? I know. that that's Because I've bit, that's, seen it happen many times, and then it, it's two, three days, and we're back to where we started. Right. So, of course, right. I didn't rotate out. And I had some value plays I was interested in, some, some reopening plays. I, for example, I know you hate airlines. I love Southwest. Um, I love Costco. Um, you know, look, I, I don't, I don't, I, look, let's get the airline straight. I'm going to, I'm going to give you readers a great stat. From the beginning of time, there's never been one airline that has not gone bankrupt. You can start all the way back with Eastern. Uh, Qantas, hit, Qantas, Qantas has Qu never crashed. Qantas yeah. has never crashed. They've all Nobody gone got that. Nobody under. got that. The airlines have all gone on all of them. They've been bailed out, but they've all gone. If you look at any airlines, they've been bought out. They've been shifted, but they've all gone under. Airlines are a great short-term play. They are. Like, if you like love... Southwest LUV, nothing wrong with that. If you look at the bounce, you can get a short term. You never want to invest long term in airlines. I don't give a shit what it is. Delta, I remember back in the day we used to sell Delta bonds. Delta bonds were like the safest thing in the world, and then they shit the bed. I mean, two thousand eight, fucking any airline stock that you owned took a, has taken a beating. It's not a good sector. It's a good short-term sector. Um, you know, looking at what's going on right now, tomorrow's going to be key. It really is. The net, if, if the tech stocks take another beating, I think the NAS is what, around 13.2? What is it, 13.3, I don't know. I don't even want to look at the NASDAQ anymore. I'm, I'm going to look here, at Here's what I'm going to tell you. Guys, if you've got tech stocks and we take a beating tomorrow, it will go to 11,000. No advance of much. It's going to so, drop. So, so why not bet OTM puts on QQQ to hedge? Why not just play that, play that long? That's if I'm telling you, if it starts to drop tomorrow, that's a good play. That's a good play. There's we nothing should, wrong with that. We, we should look at the prices on those. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause the QQQ, if, and a lot of people out there, like if you're not sure what we're talking about, the QQQ, that's basically the NASDAQ. The it's QQQ, the NASDAQ 100. Yes. The, it, that's Apple. That's Netflix. That's all your tech stocks. Uh, if you're going to short the NASDAQ, I don't want to say short. If you're going to think that the NASDAQ is going to drop, buy puts on the NASDAQ. And I'm telling you right now, if we don't get a bounce tomorrow, which I hope we do, it's going to drop quite a bit. You're going to see another 10, 15% drop. And, you know, is it a bear market? No, it's a correction. It's a bear market if we stay there for a year. 
uh, just a please define correction for the readers in a percentage. So, uh, because that question's come up a few times. Okay, look, a correction is when you hit a eight to 12% fairly quick drop, you know, over a month. Uh, NASDAQ's up quite, which we've seen, it's up quite a bit, it drops 10, 12, 13, that's a correction. A bear market is when it drops that much and it stays there for eight, eight months, nine months, 12 months, that's a bear market. Um, uh, and I don't know if we're there yet. You know, we still have the stimulus bill coming in and we could bounce back tomorrow, that, but there's support levels that we need to stay above and, and tomorrow's big. By the way, I need to make a reader cor or a correction for last week's episode. I re-listened to the uh, interview we did with Hotep. And one thing I wanted to correct is that the, the stimulus package is $1.9 trillion. Of that, approximately 170 to 190 billion is earmarked for direct stimulus checks. And at the time I said, the 1.9 trillion represents two and a half of the FANG stocks. And if you aren't familiar with the term FANG, it means Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Google, the big tech stops. Tech that, stops. That's the QQQ. Yeah. And uh, well, it's five stocks of the QQQ. The point is- Which makes up like 50% of the QQQ. Correct. But the point is I misspoke and said 1.9 trillion is two and a half of the FANG stocks. What I meant to say was 170 billion or 190 million, give or take 20 or billion, 170 to 190 billion, which is the money that the stimulus is going to put into the hands of uh, people. That number represents two and a half percent of the FANG stocks. So while it's a lot of money being told is being thrown out into uh, the stock market, it would still only represent a small two and a half percent of those bank stocks. Well, you know, here's the thing, uh, you know, this is what drives me crazy. And I listened to, I finally listened to one large money manager today, which I recognized from back in the day when I worked, but he now he works for UBS and he came out and he said, anybody that thinks this stimulus package is going to change the market, they're out of their, how many people think about where the stimulus is going. It's not going to guys that are investing in the goddamn market. It's going to people that are paying their bills. They're electric. They're not buying stocks with this stimulus. It's not going to jump the market up. I what, think the what, number I saw was 50% of those people do plan on putting some money into the market. I, I, I have a real tough belief in 50%. I, I, I just, I can't believe that out well, of 14, whatever the hell the stimulus is, 1,200, 1,400, I can't believe people are going to say, yeah, here's my, my electric, my rent, but here's 700 in the market. Those people aren't investing. My question is, is it already baked into the market? Absolutely. It always is. It always is. Um, and yeah, it, it's already it's already into the market. And, and that's what worries me about this fucking NASDAQ, man. I'm watching this thing like bird's eyes. And when I, when I say that, let's start with like Lil Lee. OCGN biotech company. I wake up at like 4:30 this morning. The stocks is like 14 bucks. It finished strong. Stock came back nicely. And I own it. And if that thing gets a little bit above 12, 13, I'm selling it. I'm raised. This is a great time that you need to raise cash. If you want to invest, raise cash. 
if you got that FSR that I told you to buy at 18 and it was at 20, 30, it's down to, I think, 26 inch. I think it may go a little lower. I think you can buy it back at 23, 24. I really do think that. By the way, Howie, yeah. one of the readers did ask this question directly. Um, it says, uh, they said, FSR has had a huge spike. I think it could be a solid buy if it retreats below to 26. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. That's a great yes. Hey, absolutely. Be patient. Sit back. I don't care if it goes to 33. Just sit back because, yeah, it's probably going to drop back to 22, 23, 24. Buy it then. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I do want to transition into these reader questions because a lot of people were a little upset that we ran long with uh, uh, Hotep Jesus, um, who we also called Brian. And apparently a lot of people got a laugh <laughs> out of that. So we do apologize. Uh, Hotep. Why? Jesus. Because that's his name and he told us to call him that? <laughs> well, I think the point is they weren't, they know, Nobody had uh, had heard that before. So again, um, because we asked him what to call him, and he said, like, right. "Ryan." Right. He well, that's the. He point said either or. Yeah, we're kind of clearing that up. So. By the way, that guy that guy had some great points, man. I really, it was great having it. That that guy has some really down to earth. I mean, if you're a young investor, listen. That guy, dollar cost averaging, he's right on point. He's like, if you like something, put money in there. He, what he said was right on. Um, he did have an amazing background on the history of money and uh, history in general, which um, I don't re normally re-listen to our shows because I can't fucking stand doing the show. And I can't imagine listening to you guys afterwards. But I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, are you kidding me? I did, <laughs> I did re-listen to that show. And I did um, get a lot out of it. In fact, one of the readers said, this is the, the only show I haven't had to listen at two times speed because um, I, I got so much knowledge. So we're, we're, we're glad that um, once in a while we actually have somebody intelligent on the show. So we'll shoot to do more of that. Um, if you don't mind, I want to ask a couple uh, reader uh, or answer some of these reader questions we didn't have a chance to get to. And um, you guys know who John McAfee is? Oh, John God. McAfee, the, the, the lunatic that went down to Guatemala, got accused of murder because his neighbor got pissed off at his dogs and apparently he whacked them. Um, apparently, John, John put out uh, a, a tweet the other day. and We got to get him on the show. We got to get him on the show. I, you know what? I don't know if I want to have him on the show now that I don't have my shotgun anymore. Um, if, if I could wear these glasses... I would be like, so John, uh, when you were down there that island and you had all those naked girls running around, were you buying or selling uh, calls on your own stock? Hey, little E, do you have that tweet up? Because uh, uh, I'm looking for it. It but... was by Rained Out Rantcast, and it says, guys, can you get official McAfee on? No, we can't. And uh, ask him if this is the year XVG going to hit 10 and when he's going to eat his dick. Because apparently Mackie put out a tweet that said he would eat his dick on national television. So it says, when I predicted Bitcoin at 500,000 by the end of 2020, it used a model that predicted 5,000 at the end of 2017. Bitcoin what was he? What was he, a gymnast? 
Bitcoin has because I've, tr- I've I've tried that many times and I'm not all even right close. all right I don't this is going to get into Marilyn Manson and then all of a sudden we're all going to be doing that fucking classic hack bit about how we never leave the house if we could suck our own dicks and we're anyway. canceled and it's over <laughs> uh, so he's literally getting all nervous oh Jesus oh Christ okay I found so, it is, I found it no I oh, can you put it up for him so Matt. What is the? This was from 2017. Okay, now go inside the tweet. He basically said, "If Bitcoin uh, doesn't go, yeah, scroll up to so, uh, a billion. No, you got to go scroll up to the original tweet. This is the original tweet. Okay, so I'm looking at something different. The one I'm looking at, because um, let me just give it a little room here. Thank you. It says, uh, I now predict he spelled." Pre- uh, yeah, okay, he did. He spelled Bitcoin wrong. He called it Burkcoin, so it could be meaning something else. I now predict Bitcoin at 1 million by the end of 2020. I will eat my own dick if wrong. So, um, he's got to use his own dick. Well, I don't want to hold anybody to eat their own dick. Yeah, I don't think he could eat it. He, he may be able to touch the tongue if he's got some, if he's a good scratch, good gymnast. I don't know. Well, <laughs> it's interesting because, you know, uh, Hotep Jesus thinks it's going to go down to 10, 10K. And obviously we've seen um, some, some pretty, pretty heavy movement in Bitcoin. Um, I personally think the new low for Bitcoin is maybe 30K. But I, I, think it, I think it could go lower. Really? I think Hotep, I, honestly, I think Hotep, yeah, I think he's realistic. Like, of course it could go way like it go down to five or ten again and then bounce up look the thing's so volatile and here's the problem who's been buying it lately major institutions so if major institutions like goldman sachs jp morgan Morgan, if they've been buying how much is left for the little guy these are in, look i keep saying this when institutions step in, they start buying it, and they decide that it's going to go lower. It can go a lot lower. I mean, um, there's no doubt. Yeah, I mean, we've seen eighty percent swings in Bitcoin. God, uh, so. that would be nothing, you know. But I do, I do like, like, look. I have a source that works for a major firm, and they're buying a ton of a ton of it. And they like it long term. And when I said long term, the next three to five years. So, yeah, ten, 10 to fifteen thousand—that—that's no big deal. Big um, deal if it goes that lower. Real quick, just because it's a question we get answered so many times, and these are obviously new people that are just joining the show. But they say things like, "I'd like a little bit more info on buying Bitcoin. I want to buy, but don't know where to start." Great question. Sam Coinbase. and I, Sam and I both use Coinbase because yes, it's Coinbase. super, super easy to use. It's, it's um, so simple. Um, that's where you want to start. And then you can branch out and get, you know, other wallets. But if you're just starting out Coinbase, uh, Voyager, who I actually own shares in, who I'm, uh, they're up like 12% since I bought them. Um, and I bought at the top. So I'm happy with them. Um, more on Bitcoin. We have another one. I don't know who Michael Saylor's is, but he says is a 400 trillion prediction for Bitcoin market cap possibility. So what would that be? 4X isn't Bitcoin currently worth a trillion right now? 
or yeah oh yeah of course so yeah. so what does that put bitcoin at 200k which is you know uh, a pretty lofty prediction sam thinks it's going there um i don't I think, think it is too i think i i think i think he's right i mean i think long term <laughs> no, no i doubt. mean if we're talking a one-year price target I, I you know i hate price targets because because I put a price target three weeks ago on FSR at 27. It's a goddamn 28, and I feel like an asshole because it went right. there too fast. So I don't like price targets, but I do think Sam's right, and I think that the thing could shoot as far as it could shoot down. It could look Bitcoin could be at 70,000 in three weeks. Right. There's no doubt. Um, a couple other reader questions. There's big news that uh, Dave Portnoy who we actually follow and respect, El Presidente himself, he's coming out with his own ETF and apparently it's called Buzz. And um, in Portnoy fashion, he tweeted out his ticker symbol wrong. I don't know if he did it. I wouldn't be surprised if he did it on purpose. But what it is, is it's going to be a social media ETF. So the idea is let's put all these meme stocks in an ETF. Does that sound like a good idea to you, Howie? Yeah. That would be, that's pure comedy. I mean, that would be the funniest damn thing in the world. Let's just put every piece of shit company that, that gets on Reddit or any kind of, let's just put them all in one. That would be so, that would be like the worst clusterfuck that we've seen. In a, that would get Congress just losing their, that would be great. Well, I would well, love you, say, you, well, you guys said the same shit about the GME calls too. You're, you're underestimating the power of the retail. The retail. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Goddamn, little Lee, just enough <laughs> with that shit. We feel bad enough. I, I haven't slept with free white three nights, feeling the way we fucked you over. Um, I mean, um, the, we're we're supposed to be your mentor, and we literally just stuck you right in the ass, like you when you, you bent me over the barrel. Yes, so, we did. Yes, so, we did. So you're buying it. Evan. Fuck yeah, I'm buying it. Twenty five dollars a share. When does it pop? tomorrow it does pop tomorrow i um, thought to, well today if you're listening to this can you give the 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 readers who are actually listening the ticker because i don't know if it's b-u-z or b-u-z-z it's b-u-z-z okay okay so it is b-u-z-z so if you want to get in early on the etf it does pop to, tomorrow which 25 be today by the 25 that's what it's popping at yep okay so by the time you listen to this it'll be the day of and time to buy it um, real quick, a couple questions um, uh, to Howie directly. Um, Howie, uh, do you live in a barn? Howie, um, do you do your video calls from a third world school or is it your hideout that you use uh, to plan your heist? The police don't come knocking for no reason. So obviously Sam puts you in a tough spot, asks you why oh, you got arrested. And I don't think anybody's buying your answer. And to be fair, had you answered truthfully, it would have affected your ranking in the who's sketchiest poll. So do you want to answer the question by your real yeah. Number one, I've never lived in a barn, but I have lived in, the, in a white van. Um, I definitely lived in a white van for a while down near the river um, in Atlanta, right by the uh, Ogeechee. I lived right there for a few months in a van, never in a barn. Um, what was the second one? All right, number two. I I I have not got arrested. Let me see. 
since like 2010. Okay, but the little kerfuffle with the cops last week was a case oh, yeah. of mistaken identity. Is that the yeah, story I, you're going I, with? I literally got literally seven cops with guns drawn, cuffed, and like, let's just hold on one second, sir. And I was cuffed for 20 minutes while I literally made, I mean, I pissed off one cop because he was really short. Okay, but where did, like, this, where did this go down? I mean, were you like getting a Slurpee or were you like, you know, getting some Ho-Ho's at 7-Eleven or a can of Copenhagen? What, what the, where did this happen? I was in my uh, ex-wife's house. Like, <laughs> okay, now the story gets, gets good. Well, it was great because I'm coughed and I got my phone right next to me and I'm and I was like, "Hey man, um could you just like I can give you the code and you can call her real quick." And this guy slid it over, called her, and I she's she's like, "Hello." And I'm like, "Hey, listen. Um by the way, um while I'm helping you move, I'm also coughed and there's like some sheriffs that got me uh coughed up right now. Um could you just tell him the deal that I'm here? I'm your ex-husband. I'm helping you. And she did. They went and ran the whole thing through and they, they released the cuffs. They said, we're very sorry. It was a mistake. And uh, it's one of the few times in my life where I was ever let go. But mistake, what, what was the mistake? Um, were they, <laughs> were, were, was, was fat Jim Brewer on the loose in Atlanta? on drunk and disorderly charges no the, actually that was kind of <laughs> close but the na the neighbors saw me like walking around the house the neighbor and they the, the neighbors didn't know who the hell i was oh so the, the neighbors or somebody close called them and they all showed up and, and by, and the, way, I'm not by the way evan can you pull up that picture of howie standing on the porch because it is a picture that I would probably, if I saw creeping around my front yard, I would probably call the cops too. You look um, like a, a Russian mobster in this one. Let's take a look at this. Yeah, I mean, let's say that like you're coming home and you, <laughs> you see this asshole oh in a fucking tracksuit with flip flops and a Yankee hat, two sizes too small. I'm probably gonna call the cops myself. Oh my God. Uh, listen, listen, here's the best. I got to be honest with you. So I literally, I'm sitting on the couch and I'm helping her move because she's got to move into a new place. I look out the window and I'm not making this up. They're yelling, hello, are you in there? And I'm like, I thought it was a joke. And I, I pull the blinds and I see like five Georgia sheriffs with their guns pulled. I'm not kidding you. And I'm like, Holy shit. Fucking boss hog just hanging out, ready to have dude, a chat with you. Dude, we so don't like, like your we don't like you, city slickers. Yankees. You this this is a yard. This this is a yard. Damn abolitionist. You don't belong here. Sorry. <laughs> this is a yard. There's like five cars. I the guys at the there's two of them at the door. And I said, listen, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I opened the door. And the guy, the guy puts his hands out. He goes, I need to see your hands. I'm like, here's my hands. He puts them right behind my back and cuffs me. He says, listen, uh, until we figure this out, you need to just stand here. I'm like, where am I going to go? 
So there's like three of them around me and I'm coughing. I'm coughing like this. I'm like, and one guy's like literally four foot 11. And I'm not kidding you. I looked at him and I'm like, I said this. I said, God damn, man. I go, you're white, but that affirmative action got you in. I go, you're not even like five foot four. And, and his buddy, the guy sure behind me. fucking love that. Dude, he wanted to kill me. The, the guy behind me started laughing. <laughs> he started laughing. I'm not kidding you. The guy behind me started laughing. He goes, he goes, he goes, stop, seriously. He 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 takes that. I go, he's like, he's like a midget. <laughs> I go, that's like a midget sheriff. Yeah, okay, exactly. so this would be the perfect time for me to remind the readers that the Who's Sketchiest poll is still open for voting. So <laughs> oh, if you believe so, so you're, that so bullshit you're that just came out of house. You're, you're, you're trying to make me look worse, you son of a bitch. There's yeah. no way I'm not losing the contest. We've established that. It's a running of second place Who's Sketchiest between you <laughs> and and our, our, our lovable Armo. By the way, reader question for Sam. Perfect time to answer it. Since he isn't here, Sam, what kind of hair dye do you currently use? Very black. <laughs> no, I think the answer would be the all-body kind, for Christ's sake. No, he, he uses a, a special black shoe polish. Special, he, what do you mean? From, uh, for his back hair? For, his, <laughs> for, for the hair that comes out of every pore of his body? What is he fucking... Crow Magnon man just slapping on doing the album. No. He's got that. He, he uses that special Armenian uh, shoe polish. So, you know, that's it looks good on him. Um, so that takes care of uh, uh, shitting on the, the shitting on Sam portion of the show because he's not fucking here. But by uh, the way, people in my life, I'm I'm a guy that I, I don't know. I look like a cop. And I attract cops hate me. I've been arrested in every state in the East for just staying outside of a fucking like 7-Eleven. That's me. A uh, quick reader question from I Like Human Music. How do I become a millionaire overnight with no money? It's called rob a bank. Don't get caught. That's the first yeah. thing off of my head. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, start in the mailroom at um, a major investment firm and... Um, murder someone i guess yeah i i, I don't know what to tell you um we covered the bitcoin thing um uh evan you have some questions from the reddit boards because we want to make sure to get all these knocked out because we missed so many last week what do you have evan i had one question from a guy who wants to know uh what's the best type of account to open for his two sons a toddler and a newborn he doesn't want to start a savings account and he just wants them to have something in the future. I got it. College IRA. College IRA. There's a special college IRA that you can you can open for both kids. It's it's just like a regular IRA, but you can open it for both of them for college. If they grow up to a certain age, uh, I want to say it's it may be 18, 21. I'm not sure if they don't go to college, you can use, you can use one for the other. You can actually use one for like a down payment on a uh, house. Same thing with no uh, penalty, but college IRA, that's what you want to open. That's so important because when people have kids, the college IRA is the most important thing because it grows tax deferred. Absolutely. 
Um, yeah. Next reader question. Um, how do you know when to trim a stock? Um, specifically, they were mentioning Zekin. Um, this is a tough one. And I've mentioned this before uh, on other shows. <laughs> Here at Cash Daddies, we can do three things. We can take you to the mountaintop, the fiery pits of hell or purgatory. But once you get there, you're effectively on your own. Because if I knew when to buy and sell anything, I wouldn't be here. Um, a lot of people have the theory that uh, once your stock's up, you take everything, uh, your original investment off and let it ride. I personally don't do anything like that. Um, a lot of factors go into this question, especially when you're talking about short-term uh, trading versus capital gains. It's important well, to remember. Go ahead, Howie. The most important thing is what the fuck tax group you're in. If Correct. you're in like if, if you're a normal normal Joe and you, like us and and maybe your taxes are 28, 32, 33%, um, then you're not as worried about taking a short-term gain. If a stock like FSR goes from 18 to 29, take the goddamn gain, pay the pay the pay the short-term taxes. It may be a little more, but you don't want that thing to go back to 21. You're not taking anything. Yeah. Um, if, if, if you're a wealthy motherfucker, if, you, if your taxes are 50%, then it's different. You want, may want to put a stop loss in and try to get a long-term gain out of it. And that's important because there's a huge difference between a, a long-term capital gain and a short-term capital gain in this country. Yeah. Big and just, just to illustrate that point, I'm currently in this predicament. I bought Peloton on March or excuse me, April 20th of last year at $42. And its peak was 165. And so far, it just keeps dropping to 111. And I'm in this conundrum of, do I sell it right away? Or do I hold for another month just to lock in the difference in gains, which for me, would somewhere my capital gains, it would be 15%, or my, uh, my effective tax rate or my marginal rate, which is somewhere in the high 30s. So I've chosen to write it out and hold it until April. Um, yeah, and, th and that's and where you are, that's huge. Because what if this goddamn thing, what if we have a huge sell-off and all of a sudden it drops to 75, 60, 50, and all of a sudden you're up goddamn 7% in it and you're like, son of a bitch, I should have taken it at 100% profit. I could have paid the 30% capital gains. And I still would have made 45. So it's, look, I tell people, if you're up quite a bit in a stock, if you're up quite a bit and you think that the thing could drop, look, take the goddamn gains, pay the taxes, be happy. I mean, really, I've seen more people that I've dealt with uh, as an ex-financial advisor that have bought stocks, they've owned them for 10 months, and the stocks drop 75%. And then we get a huge sell-off and they don't want to sell. They're like, no, no, I, I got to hold another two months. And next thing you know it, December 29th, they're up 3% and they should have been up 75. Come on. I mean, take your goddamn gains, pay the taxes, be happy. Truthfully, uh, that's next, the way you try. Next question. How much did Howie and Chris blow in texting charges, trading dick pics with Bean? I, I, I wasn't texting with her live. Um, I've never had a lap dance in my life. 
That's more to do with my OCD. You pussy. Total fucking pussy, dude. Oh my Uh, God. Yeah. You've never had a lap dance? I take that back. One. I had one because there was a woman that used to run a show and she opened up a strip club and um, she let us do comedy there. It was like in the valley. It was like by the fucking railroad tracks. It was sketchy. There were like used car parts out front. And that's we did awesome. That, yeah. That's like that. That's so awesome. The hey, fact buddy. that you could find that, Pan- that's amazing. Pan- I would have slept there that night. When you're out here, I'll take you up to Panorama City and I'll show you the seedy side of LA if you want to see it. The point is, yeah. She at the end like of the show, she's like, I got to lock up, but I really feel like, you know, you should have a lap dance. And I'm not lying. First lap dance only. I came in my pants inside of five minutes. I felt like the biggest fucking dork. I was like, are you supposed supposed to come in your pants? I mean, you know, we were in the champagne room and it was just the two of us. But I was like, I don't know what the etiquette's here. I mean, it's free, and I'm like, do I tip her? Is, is she just being nice? Or you were, you were, you were in, you were in a jizz-free room. That's okay. We've all oh been there. Oh my god. What? Well, I don't know what the protocol is. When you guys like, <laughs> obviously, you guys have had more lap dances than my one. Do you come in your pants? <laughs> is that bad? I'll tell you what. I, so. I uh, I've been in a lot of situations. I mean. <laughs> Situations where, like, Lily couldn't even quite contemplate. Like, I've been in some situations where I, I, I can't even, like, talk about. But actually, like, firing one off in your boxers, that's a good night. If you can, if you can, if you can get to that point, dude, she was I'd high-five you. I'd high-five you. That's amazing. You got to be that's... some horny to nut in your boxers. Wait, time out. So, wait, that's not par for the course? You're not supposed to... T- Cub in your pants while you, you gotta be edge. You gotta edge. I'll what tell is, you what. Hold on, generations. No, he's got some. Chris, I'm not, I'm, not downplay, I'm not downplaying that. If you could do that, in my opinion, that's amazing. That's like that puts you. That like that's Olympic gold. If you can if you can toss one off on your belt. That's like, you go home and you're just like, that was a good night, man. Well, I guess my feeling was, I was like, I don't ever want to do this again. Because like, what if I'm like, what if I got shit to do afterwards and I'm with my crew? I mean, I don't want somebody to come out to me going, you've got cum on your fucking pants for the rest of the night. Yeah, but so, think about how, think about how focused you'd be after something like that. Like, you get, you fire off a patch on your fucking like Levi's. I, I guess oh that's a little old school. I just I just use the word Levi's. That's all like I would, bro. If you fired off like a patch on your denim jeans, yeah, and you went you I'm went concerned. home, you're gonna be focused on everything. Well, you're gonna be and, so focused. And they weren't fucking stonewash or acid wash. They were like they were like dark blue jeans. So that that that, that cum was seeping through, and I was like, I gotta get out of here real quick before this dries because come. Cum is the one thing you can't get off or wash off. It's like toothpaste. You ever brush your teeth accidentally and get a little toothpaste on anything dark? Same thing with cum, dude. It ain't going anywhere. I'll be honest with you. To me, that sounds like, I don't know, like the perfect night, man. Like, you never had to deal with any drama. You just kind of sat there, fired one off, and, like, just went on your way. Like, if if you can do that, that's like some Superman shit. 
Apparently, uh, apparently the young gun is just sitting here laughing his ass off because he probably has a punch card at his local strip joint, walks in and out, gets a dance, high fives the DJ and says, I've never come in my pants. So what's your point, Lily? How far off topic we got. <laughs> we just went on the five minute tangent about coming. First in. of all, first of all, where little E lives. The only time he's going to fire one off is having coffee at like the local fucking like uh, uh, bakery in the morning at like 730 because some chick comes in and just falls in his lap. Oh, my God. The worst, the worst gig, one of the worst gigs I ever did. I was actually with Sam. I, I, we did a gig in Fresno on my birthday one night <laughs> and um, uh, the place had a disco ball for a fucking light and the show was decent i think we got got paid in pizza and uh drink tickets and then the locals are like they're all mapped out they're like you guys are crushing it man we got to take you out on the town and we're like yeah "Yeah, where we're going and he's like we're going to the strip club and we get there and no lie like i've heard comics tell this hack joke before about like are the strippers like with missing arms? There was a stripper on the pole that had a stump on one of her arms. And we're like, if this is the best strip club in town, please don't take us to the worst. So I'll never forget it, it was my birthday. Um, well, as, as a comic, we've both been on the road and you kind of see some interesting stuff. And uh, yeah, I mean, I've been to places where you got mothers and daughters and the daughters look 75 and the mothers look 52 and it's just uh it's like jesus christ man this is like this is western pa baby western pa um do we have any picks that we need to give midweek well you know what i got one i gotta give (coughs) and i got i have to give this um if you're readers, if you're listening, listen carefully. And I'm telling you this, I'm telling you this with my heart. There's a stock. It's a, it used to be an old blue collar stock for a hundred and something years. And, and it got crushed. And it was a $70 stock with a 5% dividend. And now it's down to about 13. And I'm telling you to buy the shit out of it because it's breaking out. General Electric, GE. Boomer. I've been following this thing for a long time. Wanted to buy it at 11, and it looks like it's busting out to 17, 18, 19, 20. This is General Electric, GE is no, it's no tech stock. This is, it's nothing. They, it got bounced from the Dow. Piece of shit garbage. New CEO. New CFO, they're finally doing things right. I've been following this thing forever. Guys, you want a solid stock pick? Buy General Electric, I'm telling you, buy it. It's at 13 and change, it's moving up. I really love this stock, I love it, I really do. I would be lying if I said, uh, if I didn't say that I have been considering buying Ford. so it, uh, I'll add four or GE to my watch list and take a look at it as well. Um, Lil E, um, can we pivot to you? Because you've actually been um, still crushing it while Howie and I have been trading somewhat sideways. Well, just the last three days anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything that I'm super stoked about. Um, I mean, I bought into NSPR. 
I honestly don't really have a clue. I just kind of blindly bought that. Um, it's a penny stock. It's trading at 79 cents right now. So don't think okay. it's going to explode. So we'll, we'll, just edit, we'll just edit that Lily. portion out of the show. Is that what you're telling me? Lily, Lily, hey, get out of that fucking I'm, White Creek mode. I'm telling you. 79 cents? What the fuck? That's how you, That I mean, that's how you get big though. How you make what, are they, what, are, what do they no, sell dairy no, what do they sell dairy cows out there i'm falling i'm falling for it please don't buy please do not buy penny stocks um anybody out there like i said because oh. people, people do send me tips all the time and we're like hey what do you think <laughs> of this penny stock and i'm like i don't i don't think about them at all i i bought one penny stock two maybe two in my life and i told this on the show before I went to sell it when I was up 80%. And by the time that thing got spit into the OTC from hell, it came back to me 15 minutes delayed, whatever. And I was down 30%. So don't play the penny stock game. No. It's just too risky. Hey, you're going to we'll lose. You're going to lose. You're going to lose. We'll there, there's tons, tons have, of good stocks you can buy. I have um, three tickers that um, are for one reader only. And that would be the reader on um, the Reddit thread <laughs> of Pinatas he goes by, who uh, is sucking Bruce Wang's jock um, and is also accused- I love that guy, I love that guy. Bruce Wang, everybody Bruce Wang Chung tonight, um, who has accused me of being illiterate. So the, the first ticker, is suck, which is S-U-C-K. And then the second ticker is M-Y. And then the third ticker is C-O-C-K. So um, those are my three picks for, what is his name again? Plethora of pinatas. So um, I would put my entire portfolio into all three of those positions. He was anxiously requesting my picks. So those go directly to him. And we will make sure and tag you in the Twitter with that. Um, probably won't because they'll probably get blocked. Um, guys, um, I, I think we're pretty much good, right? Yeah. Because I do not have any midweek picks. I will be honest, uh, like I said earlier in the show, I bought dips after dips after dips. So I did not rotate into value or cyclical at all. I thought about it. Um, how you and I are going to have to make a decision what we're going to do with our AMC puts because I think we're down 30% on those. Um, by the way, one shout out, uh, how we did uh, kill it on his Tesla put uh, at a 7% and you managed to sell at the top. I did not. I sold for a 1% gain. But it's really tricky, obviously, when you are when you're holding a put that is literally four thousand um, dollars. So somebody else asked me the other day, I want to start um, options trading. If you are going to start options trading and you've already paper traded, or if you're just one of those guys that says "fuck it," I'm throwing my dick into the fire and I'm going to figure this out on my own, find a stock that is relatively inexpensive that has a decent amount of volume on it to yeah. practice. I'll give you great advice. General Electric, look at long-term calls. Look at leaps. If you're looking at General Electric right now, which is breaking out, it's headed up. And if the NASDAQ continues to fall, this thing will still go up because it's 
kind of still considered a value stock. Look at the 12 and a half, look at the 15s, look at the 17s and look at like August, September, October, November. Go out seven, eight months, man. And, and, and you probably make 20, 30%. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, um, on that note, um, we uh, want to thank all the readers um, for their, their questions in the comments. We tried to get us through as many as possible. We were, we're going to devote Wednesday a little bit more to this. Uh, obviously, um, you know, we didn't have Sam today, so we didn't get to talk to, about too much crypto. We are and do hear you when you say there's not enough crypto talk on the show. So we do have some upcoming guests. By the way, did you guys ever notice that Sam always does this and talks through like what it got to be the worst ingestion, dog? It's my favorite thing. I'm just like, bro, put a fucking paper bag over your head for Christ's sake. You don't have to get the word out just yet, you know? <laughs> anyway, um, I just lucked into that one. Um, well, what the fuck was I saying? Listen, uh, God yes. damn it. We got, fucking Bitcoin is going through the roof. Bitcoin's oh, one other thing. Uh, one other quick thing. Um, I did dollar cost average into MMEDF. A lot of people are talking about the pharmaceuticals um, being the next generation of pot stocks. I'm a believer that they are, or not pharmaceuticals, but the psilocybin uh, depression plays. So I, I'm still high on MMEDF. I think I'm currently down 2% on it. And I've been holding it since December. I'm playing it super, super long. Um, so one, uh, one announcement, we do have a very special guest coming up on Monday's yeah. pod, which we will yes. record Sunday. My good buddy, Jimmy Wisman. Um, he has two amazing podcasts, Small Town Murder, um, he's a superstar in the podcasting world with his part, uh, podcasting partner, James Pietragallo, as well as crime and sports, which put them on the map. So if you ever get a chance and want to get a taste of what you're going to see, um, with Jimmy before Sunday, give those two a spin. So, um, uh, merchandise is out. Another huge shout out to, um, Zoltan, the art of getting up. He's been kicking ass with some of this digital artwork. The man actually called me and said, I need pictures of your cats for the artwork, uh, which is going well and beyond the call of duty to get our likeness on a shirt. So there is going to be more merch on the way. Um, and then of Zoltan course- Zoltan is the man. He's the man. Zoltan is amazing. And Randy, and Randy as well with Soundwave Productions. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, can't yeah, do- yeah. We cannot get uh, do what we do without the content that he turns out for us. And we're super grateful because it does help. And um, I know it's a pain in the ass and uh, uh, you're probably tired of hearing it, but we're never going to stop asking. Please re rate and review on iTunes. That all helps us out immensely. Even if it's just a, a quick fuck you um, to Chris's cats, um, as long as it's got five stars, we'll take the review. Um, other, th other than that, um, uh, we will see you Sunday. Anything else, E, you got to drop in? No, I mean, keep looking for OCGN. Okay, that's it. And more last importantly, thing, oh, last go thing. ahead. Howie's got a last thing. Tonight's Wednesday. Tomorrow night, tomorrow night, New Jersey, fucking A, Morris Plains, Tiff's Comedy Club, myself, the master, Sam Tripoli, we're going to be hitting a hard Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Two shows stand up Saturday and Friday? Stand-up stand up comedy. It's okay. back. It's uh, back. 
I always love the late shows. If you want to see them get wild, uh, I highly recommend that. You guys aren't doing a Sunday show, right? No, Friday, uh, Thursday, tomorrow, Friday, Saturday. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. Uh, go out and see uh, Howie and Sam. And if you do, uh, make sure and mention that you've been listening to the, po uh, the podcast. Uh, it keeps us going. And uh, we love you, readers. And we will see you Sunday with Jimmy Wisman. Have a great week and happy trading, everybody. Take it easy. purposes only. You'd be an idiot to listen to anything these degenerates say. Invest at your own risk, do research, but seriously don't listen to these ass clowns. Now enjoy Cash Daddies.